Fake Spike Podcast, episode 93, the Marty Lyons episode, right? Marty Lyons, great sack exchange guy, now an announcer for the Jets. Joining me tonight, the long-awaited return. The guy got so upset, he couldn't come back couldn't for do a month. Dr. Stu, oh, what's man, going on? I was on, away. Huh? I had to go to a retreat. I needed therapy and a shock therapy. It was terrible. I know. At one point, you were like, I'm too I upset can't. to do a podcast. I'm like, this is when you need oh, to do God. the podcast. Disgusting. Here, here we, we are. are. All right, so... I don't remember the last time we spoke. Um, it was one of the disgusting games, so it had to be maybe the uh, second was, New England game. It, it had to be the New second game. Beautiful game. Second New England game. Since then, the Jets have <laughs> lost, lost every game, and they are now 7-8. and eight. And uh, But somehow, like 2009, I've been making the comparisons, somehow like 2009, the Jets still have yeah. a chance if they, you know, if they win their two games and Patriots lose one game, all very, you know, very likely the Patriots lose right. a game. The Jets winning two, I'm not right. so sure, but we got a shot at the playoffs know. here, you know? Rob, what are they doing to shot. us? Are they just, is this like, you know, you know, remember Charlie Brown and Lucy? She'd hold the football and she'd pull the fucking ball away. Oh, this yeah. is what it feels like. It's Every sucking time. us in. And I don't Every know whether time. I'm happy that I can care and, and, and get excited and then be tortured, which I actually, I know I am happy about that. Or you know, because we yeah. had what have we what have we had you know over the last however many years? When was the last time on January first we had a legitimate shot and we're and we're like okay well you know I mean it had to be two, 2015 was that game in January I'm gonna have to look that up but ancient yeah, history 2015 though. the Ryan Fitzpatrick meltdown right that was uh, okay. I'm gonna look it up but. well actually they won in 2015 with that was the Patriot game or was that 17. When uh, Belichick kicked in overtime, he decided to kick the ball away because he was. Yeah, that was that was 2015. Okay. That was that was the week before the final game, and then they the blew Jets it blew against it too. Buffalo. They blew it against Buffalo yeah. in the, Re- the Rex Ryan game, prior- game. That was that January third. Was, was December. January third, yeah. 2016. 20? So it has been seven years since we have had. It's been seven years since we've had playoff. Uh, not playoff. If we ha- we've had hope and cared about games in November, much less now January. Yeah. So yeah, I would yeah. say I'm happy. I'm happy. Yeah, I, I'm not happy with some of the way things have turned out. I'm not happy that the quarterback situation is back in the same old loop it always is. But, you know, I have to say that it's it's nice not to be rooting for a draft yeah. pick for once. And then you get some guys saying, oh, it's better if they lose the last two, they get the better draft pick. I'm like, no, going from 20 to, to 16 is not worth I'd rather be exactly. in the playoffs. It doesn't matter. Like when you were in the top few, it matters. You know, when you're down here, it doesn't matter because right. you can get a guy that's great. Yeah. You're not going to be in the top Five. It's no. not. It's but not you know what? These young guys need the playoff experience, and that's and uh, we need the fun Hell and excitement yeah. of it. It's way more important than a stupid few few a few you know picks a little bit higher. Who's to say they get it right? No so. question. Yeah, the the young guys getting the experience is a great point. It's one I bring up all the time. These young guys, if you want them to learn how to win, they're not going to do it playing games in September. No. You know, let them get a big game in January where it really matters. And you know, I keep going back to that 2009 team. That 2019 was pretty much the same as it is now. They, they, the offense fell apart. You had a quarterback no one trusted. Um, you know, they had no shot, and then yeah. they did. You know, and it's almost like what it is now. So if the Jets get in, maybe they can, you know, they're not going to win the Super Bowl, obviously. And their first game is going to be against KC, so I don't think there'll be a magical run this year. But, you know, just getting in would be fun. See the Jets get – there's your playoff experience. Let them play the Chiefs yeah. in, in the first round. That will be your and playoff experience. you know what? First of right all, the truth of the matter is anything can happen. Any giving Sunday once you're in, you need to win three games. You know, so shit can happen. Get yeah. in. Get in and we'll enjoy the ride. 
playoffs start this they weekend. Do. I mean, right? I mean, you gotta, you, you can't lose. Playoffs you gotta win all your games. So the Jets, even if they don't make the playoffs, if if somehow New England wins both games, the Jets still need to win. And if they win both, you know, there's a very good chance that they Absolutely. keep playing. So the playoffs start this weekend. And you're heading weekend. out there to Seattle, yeah, man. I have, I am. I will be in Seattle with my wife and oh, a buddy of mine, and um, we'll be checking I the game out. Yeah, it'll be my tw- like twenty eighth. Fucking can't stand the Seahawk fans. They do that Seahawk. <laughs> Seahawk, I, I, you know, when I went to the Jet, you know, last time they came to, to uh, MetLife, I don't know if it was MetLife, whatever it was, and they beat the shit out of us, and they were all screaming. I wanted to just punch all of them. So <laughs> That's MetLife for you. You get yeah, nothing but yeah. fans of the other so. team. It's awful. Well, well, Minnesota does skull. Yeah. yeah I'm sure you've oh, yeah. heard that chant, right? Oh, yeah, skull. you had a good time with your sons. They, they beat the drum. Yeah. yeah. And then there's the, the little kid with the with no shirt and the gold chains. I mean, I don't even know what goes on there. Just whatever. But I'm looking forward to how loud Seattle is. I love loud stadiums. You go on the road and they're all, most of those stadiums are loud. They're not like yeah. MetLife where it's, you know, dead and you have to be told to cheer on third down. It's, it's a lot of fun. So let's, you know, let's get into the game. It. Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's do it. This is, uh, well, let me just, I, I think I said it was, yeah, Fake Spike mm-hmm. 93. We are now on 93, YouTube and all podcast platforms, so check it out. Um, I, I guess I'm I, maybe I'll I'll do the uh, the money for the right scores. What the hell? I'll get to that at the end of the podcast. Anyway, yes, talk to me, man. You haven't been around in a month. A lot to talk about. You you go ahead, take the lead. Well, Let's listen. What what again? Once again, we're in a situation where if the offensive line can't run the ball and they can't pass protect, can't win. Right. You know, the in the running game. I mean, yeah, we know Zach was a disaster. He was no doubt about it. But the fact of the matter is, the running game became non-existent. And if that continues Sunday, you're going to have a miserable time on your trip. You know, so well, let's do it. That's why I'm wearing, yeah, well, I'm wearing I, I the, uh, the Mangold in honor Nick of the offensive line. I've been, I've been to 28 or 29 stadiums wow. now, and the Jets have been bad for so and, and somehow, every single year without, without fail, the last eight years or something like that, the trips are in December. With the games I want to go to, the stadium I need to see mm-hmm. is in December. And... By then, the Jets are always out of it. So I've made these trips about knocking the stadium off the list. So it won't be a miserable trip from that standpoint. Uh, playing with house money True. at this point. But let me, let, me, let me ask you this about the offensive line. Yes, the offensive line has not been good. Um, I think the offensive line has been average. Uh, the last few weeks, it has not. But here's, I know, you're making the face. Here's the question I have for you. Is the offensive line struggling, A, because Zach Wilson doesn't stay on the game plan a lot of the time. He's, 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 he's either staying back there too long or B, more importantly, I think it's definitely B if, if it's only the A and B choices. Mm-hmm. You can give me a C if you want. B, they are stacking the line knowing that Wilson's not going to beat them. They, will, they are daring him to beat them, and he has not been able to do it. And LaFleur, to be fair, it's not all Wilson. LaFleur doesn't game plan for that either. It's almost like LaFleur does not know that these guys are going to be stacking the line against his quarterback. I mean, how do you not know that? He, I know well, that. You know yeah, that. I think it's pathetic. And I think that possibly what happened was, I mean, first of all, you lost your best run blocker in AVT, and you lost your best running back in Brees Hall. Fine. The next two weeks, they ran the ball decently well. You know, and then LaDonovan came in, and he ran the ball decently well. To me, I'm thinking that defenses figured out what the hell they were doing, and they run that ball to the left off tackle over and over again and get nothing. Nothing. So I think it's partly on the floor, no question. And then I wonder. I mean, Herbert came in the first couple of games and he played really, he, he played so well. And lately he's not been playing well at all. You watch the game, you watch the game, he misses tackles. He's not blowing anybody off the line. He's been a disaster. Fant, I thought when George Fant came back in, he was going to improve the line. He's sucked since he's been back. I heard he's hurt, but he's been terrible. 
He was awesome last awesome year, coach. and they signed him because awesome. he was so awesome. And, and, and you know, and he's got experience left tackle. This is not about he's playing out of position. You know, he played left. He played right tackle. So he's no, played no. terrible. He, he played left tackle last year, and this is why, they, you know, they ended up they ended up moving back. They were going to move back right. into right, right tackle because so, of him. So I think yeah. that's the problem. And then Lakin Tomlinson is a disaster. He's disgusting. The guy can't block. And then Connor McGovern, I'm sorry. But you can't get if there's if there's third and fourth with less than a yard, can the Jets move the ball six inches? No. And then left tackle, Brown's no. gotta oh you know, so listen, Brown, to be fair for him, they told him, Listen, your shoulder's this bad. You can get surgery and be out for the year. So he's playing hurt. So I don't know. I mean, they're all playing hurt, they're all playing. You know, they're not playing up to potential. I don't like McGovern. I want them to get rid of him. I don't like Lakin. If they can get rid of him, I don't want him either because he's, he's been terrible. So, and you're dealing with Herbig at right tackle. So the whole interior of the line has been unable to move the defensive line back. And if you don't get at least three yards on your first rush, then you're dealing with second and ten. Oh, you've... Uh, yeah, I, 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 am, I am very convinced because Mike White, uh, you know, Buffalo not, notwithstanding, Mike White, even with the, the, the line collapsing around him, managed to find enough time to hit receivers. I think Wilson holds the ball way too long, and I think that Wilson – I don't know if you saw that, that there was, there was a, um, a meme going around this week with, with the stats of the line with Wilson without. Without Wilson, when it's not Wilson, they're, they're right around the middle of the pack, you know, probably like upper half. With, with, with Wilson back there, they're, they're you know, lower third. I did see that. 20, I did see that. And, and that's certainly yeah. part of it is on him. Part of it is on which teams he's played. Um, it's absolutely partly on him. He runs backwards. You know, Wilson does not know what he's doing when he gets pressure on him. He runs sideways. He runs back. You know, he dips, he doodles. You don't ever see him stand up in the pocket. You don't ever see him be able to step up in the pocket. And if he does, he doesn't go the right way. Mike White has a good feel for that. But listen, Mike White was out for the last two weeks because the offensive line almost got his ribs, you know, broke. Not almost. They almost got him killed. Yeah. They broke his ribs. They did get so. I mean, you know, so you know, it's not, it's not. The offensive line's been playing terrible, and, and they haven't been able to run the ball. And if you don't run the ball, you can't do anything. And of course, you're right. You know, on top of the fact that they're not doing anything, they know Zach Wilson isn't going to be doing making the good decisions. So you know, right? Well, it's it's chicken or the egg. Both. You know, I mean, you can you can make an argument either way, but I but think it starts uh, with the offensive you line. Know, I think it, it. Yeah, I, it starts with the offensive line, but. I'm going to put it in there. I'm not going to defend the offensive line as being good by any stretch, but I don't think it's as bad as it's been portrayed. Uh, you know, it, yes, it almost got White killed, no, no question about it, but I, you could put a little bit of it on, that on White as well because he has no mobility. You go from Wilson, who is very mobile and immediately is looking to escape the pocket and run around, to White, who can't, who is like he's got cement in his shoes. He can't move at all. And, man, that, that dude's he got balls. balls. <laughs> I'll tell you, that dude has balls. He, that, that second hit he, yeah. hit he took, the way he was almost yeah. split in half. I mean, he, he jackknifed on been- that play. And he I stood there and you. took and, it. And that's one of the things I do love about him. You know, when you get third and, ten, third and long and you know you're getting hit, how many of those has he completed? A lot. You know, and he stands I in there and he gets I whacked know. and he can step up and he's tough as nails and he's confident. So I like that, yeah. you know. Uh, and so, so the plays get that extra few steps. The wide receivers get those extra few steps and he throws the ball. The question is, uh, you know, he's got to wear something to protect his ribs this week. But if they don't run the ball, it's going to be miserable. They don't even have to run it a lot, just a little. You know, you can't get no yards on first down. You can't when you run the ball. 
They should come out and play action on first down and go deep. I don't care if the pass is completed or not. They need to loosen up the defense right away and not not and not throw a short little dumpy pass that goes nowhere, then try and run on second down. So now you're in a third and eight on every goddamn effing yeah. drive. It's what that's what LaFleur does. And it seems like if Jets offensive coordinators going back years and years have done this. They run on second down after going nowhere on first, and all you do is put your team in a, in a, lo- a third and long almost every time like that. How often are you going to get more than a couple of yards in that situation? It's just over and over again. And, again, not a defense of Wilson because I think Wilson – I'm not on the camp where he sucks, get rid of him, this and that, but he's just not ready. It's very clear he's not ready. He's got a lot of, a lot of progress he needs to make, but – you know, at some point, you cannot keep putting the kid in third and eight, right. on third and nine, third and ten, third and twelve on every single drive. He's never going to succeed. I mean, we, we everybody likes to throw to big quarterbacks. Yeah, there. Brady couldn't no. succeed on third and twelve every no, single time. And he time. never he just did. Could, you know? never so did. they, they didn't no. do him any and favors. No, he, well, Brady is another one. When he's under pressure, right. he doesn't do well either. But he's just always got such a exactly. good offensive and look what, line. Look what Kansas City did when he had when Mahomes had that problem in the Super Bowl. They went out and got two studs. Oh, the Super Bowl, yeah. you know, they got Tooney and they got the left That's tackle. True. Forget his name. You know, they made sure that they got uh, they they made the trade. Remember, so that was the guy that the Jet fans wanted, and then they got mad when he right. went to the Chiefs. Like like right. who's not going <laughs> to go to the Chiefs over the Jets yeah, two exactly. years ago? <laughs> so, but I mean, but yeah, on. you know, yeah, so you need break. to have that. The Jets have a real good chance because I think on the other side of the ball, defenses have figured out what Seattle's doing. And, you know, Geno had that run. Everybody was happy. Oh, gee, we need Geno back, please. And now we're seeing Geno the way Geno is. <laughs> the Jet, Jet fans are in mid, mid not mid-season, but mid-off-season form right now where every guy that's out there, they're like, we got to have him. Derek Carr is the latest one. I mean, we got, we go, we're going to trade. No, you don't want to trade for Derek Carr. I mean, why would you trade for a guy who's making that much money and has been cast off by his team in the middle of a playoff race? I mean, they don't have a real shot, like a real good shot, but they, they kick them off the team. I can't agree with you more. I was tweeting about shit. that today and got like about 300 likes on that. People were like, thank you. You know, saying the same what you just exactly said. Why do we want another team's cast off? You know, Derek Hodge, 31, he'll be 32 next year. And he's proven yeah. to them that, that he can't take it. They got Devontae Adams for him. He's got he's got Waller. He's got the one of the best running backs in football this year. And Renfro is the oh, second yeah, the wide receiver too. So you're telling me we want to bring that guy in who can't, can't even function with those guys? Forget it. Stop it. You know, if he was that good, Josh McDaniel would keep him. And they'd figure it out. They wouldn't bench the guy for the last two right. games. And this nonsense but it's all about the his salary is stupid. You know, every team wants to win. Vegas is in a new stadium. You think their fans are going to tolerate that if the guy really could make them win? That they, he wouldn't, they wouldn't keep him for the last two oh, games? Yeah. It's ridiculous. So, no, I don't want Carr, and I don't want well, Minshew, and I don't want Geno. Uh, no, I don't want Geno. I, I, you know, Minshew, I would not mind, but not as the number one choice. If, if things don't work out and, and it comes down to it, I would take Minshew over some of these other guys. Minshew is a lot like Mike White. He's got balls. He'll stand in there. I just don't think he has a very high ceiling. He's not going to be the guy to take you, but if you need a caretaker, I think you could do But I think you just Minshew. said the magic words for me. You know, he's, he's, he's Mike White. Why just not keep Mike White? Why go for a guy like that? Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> Mike White. You got to make sure Mike White can stay healthy. I mean, that's that's my only concern with White at this point. I, I he's not. I, I doubt very much he's as good as he appeared at his best, and I doubt he's going to just turn into a pumpkin right. either. So he's obviously probably a mid-level starting quarterback who's never going to really get you over the top unless you surround them with a ton, ton of talent and probably not sink you either. But 
I'm concerned about his injuries. I mean, he's he's had five, seven, eight, whatever it is, opportunities over two years, and he's gotten hurt every yeah, single time. So, uh, the lack of mobility but, is a know, problem. Minshew got hurt as well, and he really didn't make it over there in Jacksonville. So now where is he in Philadelphia? Right. You know, look, we want a guy that that's there next year to manage the team, like a Mike White type. While Zach Wilson's on the bench, hopefully figuring it out. And they'll know by the end of next year whether he did or he didn't. And and then he'll be gone, and they're going to have to restart. Maybe they go for Garoppolo. You, you and I have made... You and I have made... I hope they don't go. He's another injury-prone guy. You and I have made bets like this before, <laughs> and, and I want to get your thoughts on this. Is um, one, one guy posted somewhere on Facebook today, I'm in so many Jets groups, said that... Uh, you know, the Jets will get no worse than a number three pick for Zach Wilson. And, of course, everybody went off on him. Like, are you kidding? They, they take a number three for him three. right now if they could. What are your thoughts on what the Jets can get for Zach Wilson if they try and explode a are trade? Are you talking off? about a third-round pick? I think, you know, yes. if you look, at, if you look at, <laughs> at teams will think that the Jets screwed up and that the guy's raw right. and it's still young. Right. You know, Josh Rosen, I think, even went for a second-round pick. And you saw what they got for Darnold. So at this stage of the game, I would say it's the same. You know, he's even he's even got more upside than Donald did when when they traded Donald, um, theoretically. You know, uh, because of his age and experience, he's had more, and talent, more talent. Right? I mean, he's got more arm talent and all that. Um, somebody will think, hey, gee, we can do it, and I think that's probably the Jets. So they should. Okay. I, I would I would expect they would get the same thing they got for Donald. You know, if they two and a six, four two and four for Donald. A two four, oh no, a two four, four and, and a six. six. Yeah. They got a two four uh, and a six. I do. Yeah, I really? think they would. Oh, I smell another bet. <laughs> I, I'll bet you I this. They're not bet. trading this offseason. Yeah. I don't think so either. I'm going to go with you on that one. I think I think Wilson yeah. will be here next year. I think the Jets saw a lot in him, and I don't think they're quite ready to say, "Christ, he's freaking so bad, we're going to give up on him." I think they're just going to keep him on the bench until he's ready. And if he's never ready, he's going to wallow back there. And then he'll be an, a, an afterthought at some point. He'll get cut or you know or or traded as part of a deal or whatever. But um, I don't think it'll be a trade of Zach Wilson for draft picks. I think he'll be packaged as part of something after next year. I don't I, think it'll I be think, next year. I, I agree yeah, with you 100%. That's what I think will happen. And because they don't want to have that on their face either where he goes somewhere and does develop. Then what do you, then how do you look? You know, and how do you feel? You know, because, right. <laughs> so you can't have that happen. So they're not going to risk it. And it's not a smart move. You know, you still got the guy. You've already mm-hmm. invested this much time into him and you should be able to develop the guy. And, but don't, he can't go into well, next season with him yeah. as the starter, period. Everybody oh, knows. No. You have to do it the smart way. You should do it the way you should have done it in the first place, which was realize that he's raw and a, and a project and sit him down between a vet that he can learn from and keep him on the practice squad, whatever you got to do, yeah. but but make him learn and develop him. He Throwing him to the Wolves, what, it's like three times now? Not the answer. He needs to sit. He needs to learn. And if he and if it doesn't work out, yeah. he goes. But you cannot, I agree, you cannot stick him back out there as a starter. So now talk a little can't. bit about the defense run. because I was very disappointed in the defense last week. I'm telling you. I've been disappointed in the defense for okay. several weeks. I I, I, they, I gave them the overrated tag about a month and a half ago. People told me I was crazy, but they've just been proving it more and more that they're a little bit overrated. I don't think they're horribly overrated. I don't think it's a bad defense. I just think that their tackling is, is, is kind of suspect. They give up a lot of big third downs. They give up a lot of big chunk plays. I call them chunk plays. And here's the biggest thing. The biggest thing is they don't take the mm. ball away from the other team. They just don't. And you can't be a big-time elite defense if you're if you're missing tackles, giving up big plays, and you're not taking the ball away. It's just that simple. 
Um, you know, the offense has not been great at all by any stretch, but it is not like previous years where the defense is 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 on the field for you know forty six minutes because the other team's playing you know playing um, uh, you know like uh, ball control. No, the defense is is doing this shit early yeah. in games. I mean, Jacksonville, Detroit, they both they both came out with long drives and and just kept eating the clock. These teams have figured out how to beat this defense. Right. The last two weeks, I got to tell you, I'm really nervous about that little that little out pass <laughs> in the flat to the tight end. I mean, they've been get, they've been getting twenty and thirty yards several times a game with that pass. Somebody's going to have to defend that play. You. I think they've. I, I don't like the. I mean, first of all, Quinn went out. The first, no, let's back it up. A, you're right about the takeaways. Once they stop taking the ball away, they stop winning. B, they don't stop teams on third downs. They've been letting them get third downs. Lawrence tore him up like he was Tom Brady, which made me sick. That long drive, like you said, but each one on third down. But they got some yards first down, got some yards second down, and then converted. Um, they're not taking the ball away. And, of course, when Quinn was out for the game and a half, that was impossible. What did he do? First play last week, strip sack. You know, the defense didn't convert. Yep. He's been, He's been a beast, a beast but he missed year. a lot of that game. If you notice, like we kept my son and I were looking at each other, like Where, yeah. where's Quinnen? Uh, now it's been. I'm happy. I'm I'm hopeful that it's t- ten days since the last game, and that calf maybe is completely healed. Because like you said, he's a beast. You got to get pressure. I like when they come with secondary blitzes. They do it rarely, but when it, they do it, it works. They, they don't, don't do a lot of blitzes. Like yeah, you know, we've seen blitzes. we've yeah. seen sauce blitz and, and you know and get the, he actually should have the sack in the end zone we've seen um whitehead do it you know i think they need to do that a little bit this this just rushing four and not getting pressure on the cornerback quarterback isn't working it does work in the fourth quarter only if you get to that point they haven't gotten to that point lately so i think they need to show me something more creative albrecht's been good better than i thought uh, and i'll cop to the fact that you know i i thought i was wrong <laughs> With LaFleur last year, I liked how he finished with all the different quarterbacks. He showed me nothing. Albrecht, the opposite. I was not happy with him, and uh, he showed me a lot. But now i got to see a little bit something different because this ain't working like you point out. Right. Just, we got to blitz a little bit. You need bit. adjustments. And, and it, yeah, it seems that the, that the other teams, the teams we're playing, have adjusted to us, and we haven't readjusted to them. Earlier in the year, we seemed to be making adjustments mm-hmm. on a game-by-game basis and a quarter-by-quarter basis. We, were, we, we finished strong in the fourth quarter several 100%. games. You know, it looked like, like these, these rotations that they do that were, that were driving people crazy because the stars weren't in there at much. We're keeping them fresh, and we were dominating late in the game. It's just, it's just things have kind of fallen apart lately, and, and you know, they have an opportunity to get it together and, and still be playing meaningful football. So let's let's hope yeah. they can do it. You know, the defense defense I think I think is, is a guy or two short of really being a, a, a special unit. But so we'll I feel like see. if we see a couple yeah, we'll of blitzes tomorrow, I'll be happy to get pressure on Gino. He's a disaster with pressure just like most, but he's pretty bad and that, that their running game has been crap at Seattle. They play had a good second half last week. I was just reading about this on the athletic. Mm-hmm. You know, that they were not running the ball well at all during this losing streak that they've got, which is worse than the Jets' losing streak. And the second half, they ran well. So let's see. we got to stop the run. we got to run, and we got to stop the run. Yeah, it, it would suck for Gino to oh, beat yeah, us. And, you know. <laughs> and we got to have to hear more about how we should have held on to him because because these guys don't have patience in a year and a half. They would have waited eight yeah, years right, for Gino right. to develop <laughs> And now the whole Sam Darnold thing is starting. Uh, oh, she told you we shouldn't have got rid of him. Get the fuck out of here. Sam Darnold is 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 playing fairly well. He missed half the season between benchings and and um between benchings and and injuries. And then last week the team ran yeah. for three hundred yards. You or me can go in there and play well if the team's going to run for three hundred yards. Right. I mean, come on. So 
I'm not ready to say, uh, you know, we should have kept Sam Darnold. That's just that's just a bunch of horseshit. Yeah, the only reason that I thought at the time to keep Sam to to uh, keep Sam Darnold was to trade the pick. You know, for that 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 yes, was the reason I because count. I wanted to. I thought the team was so devoid of talent, which it was, that if they traded the pick, they would be able yeah. to build the team and then go get a quarterback after that. But I wasn't saying it because I thought Sam Darnold was was good, but he played with zero talent around him. That poor guy. No, I get it. That is very true, and I, 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 I am of the strong opinion that the tra- uh, keeping Donald and trading the picks are not mutually ex- uh, not mutually right. exclusive. If you want to trade Donald, if you want to keep Donald, you could trade the picks, but you can also trade the picks if you don't keep Donald. Then go get a vet or do whatever. Yeah. I think I think it would have been wise to trade the picks. Be- but let's you talk about the business side of football, right? There's no way the Jets were keeping Donald. The writing was on the wall long before they actually traded him. It is between a, a GM that's in his second year that didn't draft Donald, right. a, a coach coming in his first year that didn't draft Donald, his third year finishing up where they had to make a $20 million decision on whether to keep him or not. There was no way the Jets were keeping Donald. So I even said you it did. at the time, it is the right move, regardless of whether three years from now, whoever we take sucks, it was the right move to trade Donald. You at did the time. say that? So, and we got Brees Hall out of it. We got Brees Hall out of it. And now this year is the same logic as why they're not going to get rid of, of Zach Wilson this offseason. They're going to give him another year. Same reason. You know, that you know, on the flip side. Well, yeah, because because he's only in year right. two and they get a big they get a big salary cap hit and they have another they have two more years with him. So they I mean they might get rid of him next year, but they're not gonna I don't think I don't they're gonna think do so it either. this year. I would really I would don't. bet heavily that they will no. not. Well, they were also in a different position. Like when, like you said, uh, Darnold played none. with no talent, none at all. Uh, I mean, I totally, totally stipulate that. Uh, Wilson has a lot of talent, and the Jets are no longer in a position to go get a rookie quarterback. They will not. You mark my words. I, I'll, I'm putting yeah. it here. Anybody watching, listening, whatever, the Jets are not going to go draft another rookie quarterback to be their quarterback. They may draft a guy in the later rounds. They may draft one next year, like not this coming year, the year after, and then let them sit. But the Jets now are... are Pretty yes. much built. They need a couple of pieces. They are no longer in a position to sit around and develop a no. rookie quarterback. So you can you can bet, and anybody out there, go ahead, put it in the comments. I will bet you anything you want that the Jets will not be the next quarter. The next regular quarterback of the Jets will not be a rookie that they go out and draft, and it's certainly not drafting a rookie in the first round this out year. Of the question. Out of the question. They're not going to. They're not going to draft their third quarterback in four There's, years. There you know, are two five things years. that they will likely pick in that first round. One is the tight end from Notre Dame. Mayor, I think, is this phenomenal oh, yeah? kid. Okay. It depends about where they pick, and otherwise, they're going to go for another offensive lineman, and they need they another need one, unfortunately, yeah. but they do. And yeah. um, you know, an inside offensive lineman will come more ready than the tackles do to produce right away, and that's who they should go for. You know, but it's going to depend upon where they pick and who's available. But you can mark that down too. They're going to take one of those two, in my opinion. Well, let's see. Fourteen teams make the playoffs, so the Jets are going to be right. If they don't make the playoffs, they're going to be right in that 16, 14 to seventeen right. area, right? And if they do make the playoffs, they're going to be eighteen, nineteen, eighteen or nineteen because they're they're very likely yeah. to lose to the yeah, Chiefs yeah, in yeah. the first round. So, so you got to figure the Jets are going to be picking somewhere between the the fourteen or fifteen to, to eighteen. Yeah, and a little bit late because they happen that's, to that's have a um, mid first round. Uh, you know, strength of schedule for the Jets was was high. So they probably would, like you said, if they don't make the playoffs, probably later toward the back end of what you said, 16, 17. And if they make the mm-hmm. playoffs, you know, they, they'll lose to the Chiefs and they'll pick 22. Or we'll, uh, you know, we'll have some kind of crazy 
you know. Well, well, no, fourteen teams, right? There's thirty-two teams. Fourteen would be eight. No, they would pick eighteen or nineteen because, um, because they would be the seventh seed here. So if the seventh seeded team in the NFC lost, then one of the two of them would pick eighteen. Okay, the other yeah, that's there you go. And in that range, you'll get one of those two guys if you want it. There's a couple of good offensive linemen available, but I don't even want to talk about that right now because we're finally having a chance. For, <laughs> for once, once, we, we don't, don't have, have to talk to. about the draft. You know, <laughs> uh, you know, it came out of the, the conversation of they're not drafting a quarterback, which you're right, they will not. You know, they're going to go for more offense, and they're going to go. And the reason I say tight end is because they can block, you know, and it takes pressure off the quarterback. And obviously, offensive line. Well, didn't they just draft? Um, yeah, which, which, you know, it's possible I mean, that they're going to let him develop, and maybe I'm wrong about that. Yeah. But they'll go for an offensive lineman. I think they, they need a lineman. Yeah. I, I, at the 16 to 18 range, I don't think they get a top pass rusher. So I'm thinking they might draft a pass rusher, but I'm thinking maybe a linebacker. They need a linebacker uh, or an offensive lineman. Those are the three things I would want in the first round. Line, a, a, a pass rusher, a linebacker, whether it's a pass rusher or not, and, and an offensive lineman. Those are the, the three thing things is, I do. Uh, like, you know, I'm loving Clemens. I mean, when he when he hits the quarterback, I, I just get a chill. I'm so happy. And, uh, you yeah. know, Jermaine Johnson, he's he's a man, too. Look at a big smile I do. I love that. There. I love when he folds them up and beats the shit out of him. When he chased down that bitch, Mac Jones. Yeah. And... Um, my God, I can't stand that guy. Don't even get me started. Uh, oh, Mac Jones? Did you see the, the compilation? Because, he's, because of the no, uniform Well, that's wears, part so. of it. Yeah, of course. That's the first reason. But all the things that the guy does to try to hurt, kicks pe- kicks players in the balls, dives at players. Mac you didn't Jones? see that? Really? Oh, my wow. God. Against, no, against Brian Burns, against um, when he played against Carolina, he actually held onto his leg and twisted it and injured his knee last year. He kicked the Chicago wow. Bear guy. Was you know he was doing the slide thing. He kicked the guy in the balls purposely. And last week, last week, he threw an interception, and the guy was running the ball back. And so the the guy who ran it back was ahead of him, like say at the ten. He's at the thirty, and there was a player, you know, one of the defensive players, just running down the field. He dove at the guy's knees, behind the play. Just a dirty perfect for piece of shit. Yeah, yeah perfect for Belichick. So I can't stand. I yeah. Oh, you got to look, look it up. Look up All the videos. Right. It's okay. disgusting. Well, then I'm on the fuck Mac fuck Jones you, train too so. because, I mean, I, have, I, don't, I don't need reasons right. to like him. So, so. <laughs> whatever the case may be. All right. So let's do a little let's Seattle preview and uh, talk about what we think is going to happen here. So um, it's December. Well, it's January technically, but it's it's a late season game, and we know the Jets when they need these games usually don't do well. Sadly. So, but logically, yeah, logically the Jets match up well, and they should play. They should play well against this team. I think with especially with White in there, the Jets should be able to write the ship. So, do I go with my superstition or do I go with my logic? I'm not so sure. Well, what are you feeling like? Which what are you leaning toward? I think they lose. I mean, it just, I, I cannot get around the superstition because the superstition's always going to tell me they're going to lose. And then the logic side tells me that it's, it's essentially a coin yeah. flick. They're on the road, a flick, coin flip. It's on, they're on the road, tough environment against a team that's really not that bad. Um, you know, I mean, this is not, I mean, who, this is not, uh, who, who they be, I mean, who have they beaten up on this year that they should have beaten up on? Not, not, well, the Bears. This is not the Bears, you know? No, so, it's not the Bears. I don't know. Um, yeah, if, if I had to say, I'd say the Jets will lose this game, and then they, they put us out of our misery a week early. But, you know, there's always, there's always I mean, a chance. I mean, like you said, I, I can understand the same feeling. I have the same feeling. Like, they're just raising our hopes to crush us, okay. um, get Dr. Stu some more clients. But 
crashing your head. <laughs> crashing your head. No, I, I feel like, like you said, it's true they match up well. Uh, Geno's been playing like shit. They really don't have a running game. Uh, the defense is getting Quinnen back after 10 days. He should be healthy. I love the matchup. I love the, not the matchup, but I love the mano a mano between Gardner and Tariq, whatever his name is, over there in Seattle. You know, because this game could decide who the uh, defensive rookie of the year is. Metcalf or uh, Tariq Lockett, Wooden, yeah. I think his name is. The, the other, their cornerback, who is um, also made the oh, pro corner. Bowl. Didn't you say, did you say so, Gardner? Uh, you know, Sauce Gardner, our guy. And then also okay. their cornerback. Oh, not, not a direct, direct matchup, matchup but they both made okay. the Pro Bowl. That guy's a fifth-round pick. Of course, Sauce is our, our guy. And... I see he's a fourth yes, overall sir. pick. <laughs> and so I'm curious to see who shines here, if they even throw at Sauce, since they didn't last week. Um, we'll see what happens there. Or two weeks ago they didn't. And um, I feel like the running game, it's possible that neither team will be able to run the ball. And Seahawks are terrible against the run. They need to be able to If run Seahawks the are terrible against the run, that's helpful. I think they're 31st, if I, really? if I read correctly, somewhere. I think they're 31st against the run out of 32 teams. So that's a good sign. Um, that, that 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 is a very good sign. Let's hope we can take it. Let's hope Lafleur read that yeah, right. <laughs> because he doesn't seem to always like know what the other teams. Yeah, I'll text. Very him. important to know. Yeah, the it's very. I mean, he's got yeah, yeah, to. Tech, please, if, that, if that's please, if that's if that's not if that's the case, obviously he wouldn't be saying if it wasn't true. That's very encouraging for me to hear that um, because we have to run the ball. If we run the ball, we're going to win the game. You know. Um, and like you said, Mike White can, isn't going to be foolish. He's not going to, you know, he's not going to throw the ball away. And Gino, uh, you know, I feel like we're going to win the turnover. You know, it's easy to say if we win the turnover battle, we win the game. But I feel like we'll win the turnover battle. The Jets' defense is better than the Seattle defense. Their Seattle defense is not very good. So if they rise up, I think last week they're pissed off, like you and I both said. They've been disappointing the last couple of weeks. They gave up that 51-yard bullshit touchdown to Detroit to lose the game. You know? Um, and, yeah, I know. Ugh. And then they couldn't get off the field on third down last week. I, I, so... I still can't get over how wide open that guy was for 30 yards with nobody even anywhere near him. I just... I just That doesn't it happen doesn't. in the NFL. That's a college and then, player. And then last week... I know, fucking, fucking Jets. Jets. Last week, um, the Jaguars ran the same play and it was open. It wasn't as wide open. Well, that's what, yeah, that's what I said earlier, is, is these teams have figured that out. The, the Jaguars ran that play three or four times and they kept getting huge chunk plays every single time and the Jets can't seem to defend it. I don't know, I don't know whether they stopped being able to defend it or no one figured it out until now, but, you know, 18, 17 games into the season, suddenly they're, they're ripping off huge plays on a, on a, on a I basic I mean, it was play. a short week, no excuse, because so was the Jaguars were on a short week too. But, you know, whatever. This week I feel like I... Do think, and I hate to even say it too, because I'm scared, because we've been tortured for our entire <laughs> lives. Um, I think the Jets will beat Seattle, and I, I think okay. they're going to do it like 25, like a dumb score, like 25-18. You know, I feel like that kind of score. <laughs> you know, um, okay. and and then then they go into Miami. We'll see what happens with Tua. If Tua plays, it's going to be tough. If Tua doesn't play. We kicked their ass last time without him. Yeah, I think Tua is done. I don't think if Tua doesn't play. I think they've pretty much announced that without. If they did that, if they do that, the game that New England plays this week is against Miami with Bridgewater decent, right. 
Uh, I think New England's terrible, personally. I don't know how we lost to them twice, and I know the answer is Zach Wilson. <laughs> so not even good. <laughs> one, one of the games was definitely Zach Wilson. The other was a conglomerate. Right? <laughs> and, uh, and also, that's another thing. Thank you for reminding me. I think the special teams is going to show up this week. They have been an unmitigated horror show after playing very well in the beginning of the year and, the la- and during this losing streak from the New England game to the Detroit game. Just an unmitigated horror. And I think that they'll play well this week too. I don't think the coaches are bad, but my God. So I think the Jets win. All right. So that's, that's your realistic. So give me your best case and your worst case. The best case scenario uh, is that the offensive, the best case scenario is the offensive line run is allows the Jets to run the ball and they run for like 150, 175 yards. They will dominate the game under that. I don't see it happening. Uh, Also, that the that's that's the best case. That's the best case that they run the ball and I think that they will absolutely stonewall Seattle. So it's possible for a real lopsided game in that case, you know, like a twenty-seven to three. Uh, that's best case. All right. You know, that's crazy. Realistic, I think yes. 25. My act, my actual, I think, is 25-18. And my worst case? Okay. I, well, how, how, did it, how did they get to 18 and 25? Is there safety in there? Field, I think field goals? I think some I mean, I stupid shit's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the first ever one-point safety. I don't know. You know I'm I mean, thinking 25-18. Um you know, who knows? Missed, missed, going for twos, missing. I don't know why. Write it down. Now. Well, you don't have to write it down. We're on the podcast. Uh, and then I think <laughs> that recorded. the worst case scenario is that uh, Mike White gets hurt early. They can't run the ball at all. And they'll, you know, they only score another three points. And they'll give up whatever. I think that'll mm. lead to turnover. So they're going to give up 24 points or something. So 24 to 3 is the worst case is a nightmare all right all right well my my worst case is pretty much the same is white either gets hurt or is an in, is ineffective and the jets are in one of their classic tailspins where things just go worse 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 and then they level off because you can't get much worse so they're, they're probably in that that leveling off stage now so we could see a, a similar game to last week the defense as bad as it's been in some instances seems to buckle down most of the time they never get blown out they never they never like like have consistent bad play um it's just been sporadic bad play that kind of screws things up so i say that continues with the defense um so so the worst case i'll, I'll start with the worst case the worst case is that just they just they lose fairly big but the defense doesn't give up a lot of points jets will put up a field goal or two maybe maybe a touchdown and a field goal whatever jets lose uh 27 10 okay. is the worst case i don't think they i don't think they lose by 30 um best case is mike white does what he does when he has time and you know the run game works because white's back there and not wilson and you know geno smith is is continues his his uh, his turning into a pumpkin and and the Jets I, I don't think the Jets blow him out either way I mean it's a tough road game and, and the Jets don't blow anybody out so I say if in, in the best case scenario the Jets win something like um, let's 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 call it mid level score I'm gonna say twenty four to fourteen okay so we'll give him a ten point victory uh, realistically I don't think the Jets win this game I think it's gonna be an ugly low scoring game with turnovers and and just bad quarterback play. Um, I, I, I have a bad feeling that, 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 that white's going to get hurt early because he's going to take a pop and, 
whatever. But um, I think realistically, even if White does pl- does play the whole game, it, c- it could be a tough game for the Jets. I think it'll be fairly low scoring and they lose a tight one. Now, whether or not they, they're down and come back and make it close or vice versa and lose, I don't know, but I think it'll be a tight one. We'll call it 17-16. Very, very low scoring, one point, very close. I think realistically they lose a heartbreaker and then we're sitting there saying it's another game they could have or should have won. Very realistic. I, I think you're, you know, I, I couldn't. <laughs> it's the Jets, so, you know. Yeah. I do, I do feel Jets, like so. Gino's going to fumble once. Lose the fumble and throw a pick. Okay. We're gonna get two turnovers this week. That that would be equal to what we've gotten in I the know. last six games. It's that's, a very that's a bold. bold prediction. That's bolder than the yeah. That's bolder <laughs> than the other ones. All right, all right, everybody. As no as normal, <laughs> as usual, I am going to give away some money. So listen, pay attention. Um, if you predict the Jets score and and do not predict whether they win or lose correctly. So if you say the Jets are going to win 10-7 and the Jets lose 13-10, you get 10 bucks for predicting the Jets score. If you pick the Jets score correctly and predict whether they win or lose, it's 25. So if you say the Jets are going to are going to lose 36 to 17 and the Jets score 17 and lose, regardless of the other team, 25 bucks. And if you get the score right and the winner right, Jets or not, you say, hey, the Jets are going to lose 36-31, and the Jets lose 36-31. It's $50 from me, Amazon. So a little motivation there. Um, I like it. I'm going to tell everybody they have to listen to this to get together. I'm not going to put it in the, in the post. I'm going to tell them, listen to the podcast and, uh, and win, your, uh, win your potential prize. So that's it. So to recap, predict the Jets score, win or lose, it's $10. Predict the Jets score and predict whether they win or lose, it's $25. And predict the entire score, win or lose, no matter who you predict, and it's 50 Sounds good. There you go. Rob the Darksider throwing some yeah. cash out. You're like Mr. Beast now involved. throwing cash around. Yeah, I'm throwing I'm throwing a total of thirty five bucks around. I'm, uh, I'm really uh, really rolling in the riches here. We, you you know, start if I can get past like fifteen, sixteen listeners, yeah, no, we'll, we'll be. Well, I'll tell shape. you what, I, I got you know we'll I'll see. put it on my Twitter feed. You know, I got a couple of thousand followers. There you go. So we'll go from there. Look at you, yeah. Doctor Stu. Look at you, Doctor yeah. Stu. It rhymes. All right, buddy. Happy New Year, man. Yes, Happy, happy New, New Year. Year. I will see you on the other side. Let's hope I bring back a win from the Great Northwest. Do it for us. Do it for us, Brad. Mr. Rob. Yeah. John. Love you, All right, guys. Take care. Okay. All right, Happy Stu. New Happy New Year, buddy. Talk to you soon. Fake Spike Podcast 93 in the books. Take care, everybody. Happy New Year. Talk to you after.